Our gospel this morning follows immediately on from the part that we heard last week. So last week we heard the Beatitudes, the beginning of the great Sermon on the Mount, and we continue our little meandering through that great discourse of Jesus Christ this morning by hearing the next section, which applies immediately to what we heard last week in a very profound way for those of us who dare to claim the title of Christian. As we remember from last week, Jesus put before us the kind of people we are to become. We are to be merciful. We are to be seekers after justice. We are those, we are people who are called to bear persecution and calumny with us with a joyous heart. All these wonderful virtues that Jesus puts before us. But it's not just for our own sake. As we hear in today's gospel, they are meant to create an atmosphere within us that allows us to become salt for the earth and a light for the nations. Interesting imagery that's used, but pertinent to what we are called to be as faithful disciples of Jesus. We are called to be salt for the earth. And salt, of course, was the only way back in the day in which you could keep food fresh. You had two choices, salt it or throw it out. They were the only two options. If you wanted to preserve food, you couldn't throw it in the refrigerator. You actually had to use that thing called salt so it would per uh, persevere for just a little bit longer. And salt, of course, the salt of the earth was that one of the things that allows us to become people who persevere in the virtues that we are called to uh, inculcate with ourselves in, on, in keeping with what Jesus asks of us. We are called to preserve mercy, to preserve justice, not just for our own sake, not just within ourselves, but in the world in which we live, as we hear in our first reading. We are called to do these things because that's what God asks of us and it requires us to be about them all the time, making sure that no one gets in the way of the virtues of mercy and justice and so on. A difficult task granted in a world that we live in today, but that's what we are called to be about, to be salt that preserves these things. We're called to be a light to the nations, a light which is not hidden under a tub, but is put in a lampstand for everyone to see. As someone at Clarence Town reminded me this morning, it's not that far in the distance when the only light available in houses came not from electric lights, but from kerosene lamps and candles. Very much we take light for granted these days. But in the day, in the day of Jesus, not too distant, our too distant past, it was other things that allowed us to see, but more importantly allowed other people to see where we were. You took a candle not just so you could see where you were going, but so that other people could follow along and not stumble in the darkness. We are called to be that kind of light, a light that shows who we are, what we have become, what we're about, but also a light that shows other people where we're going, where we are, so that they can follow us. That's the task of the Christian who is a light to the nations, not just for our own sake, but for the sake of all those others who are not yet possessors of the light. When we shine out into the darkness, other people say, I like this, I want that. And they will follow along, not just follow us, 
but follow the one who has given us the light in the first place, our Lord Jesus Christ. When we are a light to the nations, as we hear, we are called to do these things so that people may see it and give praise to our Father in heaven, not for our own sake, but for the sake of the one who has given us the light, that is Jesus Christ. And so, brothers and sisters, let's be salt for the earth. Let's go out and persevere in seeking those virtues that are keeping with, in keeping with who we are called to be. Let's be a light for the nations so that people can see what we have and follow after us so they can come into contact with the one who has given us that light.